Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Astro Energy Astrology Show on Blog Talk Radio with me, astrologer Shelley Overton. Each week we go over the planetary positions, discuss astrology, and take callers' questions. If you would like to call in and get a reading, you can call 347-994-3365. Call in early as the lines fill up. There we go. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm trying to get this all together. I don't know why this Mercury is just giving me the hardest time today. Sorry. All due respect, Mercury. Um, so yesterday we didn't have any sound. And you want to know why? My best guess is because I am in limbo here and not at my own home right now. I am and kind of waiting to see how a few other things play out in my life to figure out where I want to live. And so currently I'm staying with a friend. My phone is hooked up to her Bluetooth speaker. And I think I probably podcast to her speaker yesterday because none of the sound went into the speaker, but I have altered that. We are good. We're on the air as far as I know. And we're going to have it for you today. I'm even going to double check here while I'm sitting here. It says Bluetooth. On. There we go. We'll turn off that Bluetooth. Okay. I don't know how it got back on because I turned it off this morning. Anyway, there we go. Um, welcome to the Astro Energy Astrology Show for October 2nd, 2019. We are here in Orlando, Florida. I am here in Orlando, Florida. And I want to welcome you. I have uh, just turned off my Bluetooth speaker to... Uh, I think all the sound was going to the Bluetooth, and I don't know how it restarted this morning, but there it is. It's been a lot of frustration for me uh, with electronics. That kind of thing has been happening to me for about two weeks, and, you know, my battery's draining in my phone. Of course, Apple just released a new, um, uh, well, not only a new phone system, but also a new phone. So um, it's been really throwing my phone for a loop, and I apologize. I am on my phone right now because of various other electronic issues. I can't use my headset for the time being, but that will change very soon. Um, I'm back in my computer. Those of you who follow along, I am so happy um, to be back in my in my um, old computer, which is actually my newest computer. I was able to get it back up and running here now that I had a moment to myself And so um, I've got that going. I am back on doing the show from there. So my files are back with me. Um, Yeah, so 
anyway, I just have to real quick stop my dad from calling me repetitively because I accidentally called him. Um, anyway, okay, we're good now. So, yeah, scattered Shelly, but that's just part of what it is. Stop calling me. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> you know, the best laid plans. So I am, <laughs> uh, yeah, so family. Anyway, it's been quite a couple of weeks, and I'm not even kidding you when I tell you that um, everybody I talk to has been going through this. We have Pluto going direct tomorrow, which means we are going to be, um, I'm sorry, I'm distracted. My dad keeps calling me, and I've texted him to stop Yet he keeps doing it. Anyway, he's called me four times already. <laughs> okay, so sorry, I'm really trying to be focused here. And obviously the universe does not want me to have a smooth show. But Pluto Direct is affecting everybody. It feels like we are stopping in the sky. It feels like what has been going in one direction is now slowed down. It goes direct tomorrow at 2.56 a.m. Eastern Time, and so we are going to take a couple weeks to get back up and running, and, um, you know, like, even just the fact that I have my computer back up and running, it's going to happen, okay? It's there. It's right on the precipice. If you can just have some patience, we've got a lot going on. We have many things going on that are coming to a head. Part of that is Saturn is now direct. He just crossed over the south node. Saturn is um, authority figures, government, structures. It is what we take literally. We don't have a lot of sense of humor when it comes to Capricorn and Saturn. And so um, we, are, we are really just trying to get back up and running forward because Saturn just went direct a couple weeks ago. So here we are having Saturn moving closer and closer to Pluto. Pluto is about to shift direction. He is dealing with our own sense of value and values in our life, how people look at us. Do we feel valuable? It is a very strong time of psychological intention and psychological upheaval is really a better word for it. So Pluto rules the subconscious. It rules the depths. And so when he goes backward or forward, he kind of throws our psychology into a tizzy. We can feel like the world is getting chaotic. We can feel like our world is getting exposed, like we're very um, out there in the world and people see us for what we are. And it can bring out the very clear view of how people are. Um, I personally, I have a Scorpio rising with Neptune moon conjunct in the first house, meaning um, that is a very intense energy around the psychology of Pluto, which rules Scorpio, but also the intuitiveness of Neptune. And I'm telling you, this energy in the last couple of weeks, I feel like I see right through people. I feel like everything they're doing is completely transparent to me. I completely understand the psychology behind what they're doing. And it's really hard to hide anything from me right now um, when I interact with people that they're 
motivations probably more than anything are very clear to me. And so it's just kind of that time actually. And part of the reason is because Neptune, the planet of psychic awareness and connectedness to the ethereal world is retrograde at 16 degrees. And she, he, she, he (laughs) is, they are squaring Jupiter. Jupiter is the planet that will basically call it like it sees it and it sees what's going on because when you put Sagittarius, the sign of Jupiter on the first house, it puts Scorpio in the 12th, which is the intuitive house. So Sagittarius can see things, but then they want to bring it out into the world. So currently the things that are hidden and remember Neptune rules the 12th house. So there's this underworld effect also with that Neptunian energy It's the hidden, what is hidden from ourselves. So the psychology of what we've been trying to hide either through denial, delusion, or just not wanting to face the reality of who we are, um, that will come out. So we've also been feeling like people are calling us out for our stuff and it makes us feel highly exposed. It makes us feel like it's not going to end and that the world may be collapsing around us. And in some cases that's very true. In some cases the world is collapsing around us because Pluto is the planet of major shift and change. It is the planet that will destroy burn to the ground and rebuild. So in the sign of Capricorn, that is really the fait accompli that we are going to have. In other words, it's the kind of end game of Pluto and Capricorn is to demolish the structures and systems and hierarchy that we've come to know. And so the fact that Trump is now truly facing an inquiry on impeachment Um, I honestly, as an astrologer, I do not believe this is going to end well for him. We've got Saturn and Pluto joining and they come to exact in uh, January, which means for him and for everyone, we are going to have to truly face the structure and hierarchy and the fear that we have in what we have to face. So There is change coming. Saturn is moving into Aquarius. Pluto will move there in 2024. So it's going to happen. The end degrees of the sign. Now, Pluto is back retrograde to 20 degrees. He's at the very first degree of the last second of that particular sign. So when Pluto goes through Capricorn, he has 30 degrees to transit. The first 10 are Capricorn. The next 10 are the next sign coming up that's an earth element because Capricorn is an earth element. So you jump to the next earth element, which is Taurus. So the middle degrees of Capricorn's area of the sky are Taurus, which is love and money. And the last 10 degrees are Virgo. Virgo is the sign of the healer, the analyst, the service oriented person. It rules military. It rules medical and health issues school, teachers, all sorts of things, written documents. Right now we currently have Vesta at 27 degrees of Virgo. That means that Vesta is right next to, um, I'm just calling it up here. Let me see if I can find my asteroid hub. 
Anyway, they're right next to each other. So you're going to see the two. There it is, asteroid data, hub with asteroids. Um, let's make it white instead of black so I can see it. Okay, so why are you calling up Dr. Wild? That's very interesting. Okay, <laughs> live podcasting. It's the best. Sorry, I've got to get on the current chart and then go back and call it. It was calling up the very first one in my files. There we go. Okay. So Vesta, let's just find it. Vesta, oh, excuse me. Vesta is at 27 Taurus, which means it is an exact trine to Mars. And so, you know, within two degrees, and I'll call that exact. That's pretty close because, you know, yesterday it was. And so um, Vesta is the keeper of documents. It is the woman who makes you stand up and do what you need to do when it comes to the details and the admin. Um, so this is a female that wants to cross our T's and dot our I's. And sometimes we don't want to do that. Sometimes it's just too much to keep having to, you know, be in that rigid mode. But that's what's going on. We have to do it. Um, we also have a trine to Pluto. So um, Mars is just outside of a trine to Pluto. Pluto's at 20. Mars is at 29. Virgo, so at, within eight degrees of orb, meaning so um, from 20 to 28, Mars in Virgo would be in trine to Pluto. But now it's at 29, which means Mars is moving away. Mars is also one degree away from going into Libra. And Mars goes into Libra, I believe, tomorrow. I don't have that exact time. I know it sounds like I'm highly scattered right now, but quite honestly, I am really affected in my chart by the transiting uh, planets. I have so much um, direct energy to my natal sun with Jupiter and Neptune. And then I've got trines going on with Saturn to all of my Virgo planets, including Uranus right now which is the planet of chaos. So I apologize if I sound a little scattered, but, um, you know, when it comes to electronics, I'm more and more realizing that I have such an intense energy that they end up getting really messed up. And there is, you know, the, the ultimate truth of Uranus, which rules Aquarius, is that chaos is the way he runs things. And chaos is because it's a quantum energy. And, you know, Pluto and Capricorn are very grounded, very linear in structure, but Aquarius and Uranus operate in realms that we don't even see or even necessarily know yet scientifically. So it also rules electronics and major weather patterns and electrical energy. So when you're dealing with the Internet and Uranus and Aquarius, you're going to have anomalies. It's just the nature of that energy type. Um, so, you know, when you're highly ruled by that and influenced by that, welcome to my world. <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm just looking here at all the asteroids and everything, but we're going to go back and talk about what's going on between Sun, Venus, Mercury, and Saturn, Pluto. So Venus today is in Libra. And that means that she is approaching an opposition. She's not quite there, but she's approaching an opposition to Uranus. And she's only eight degrees away from going into Scorpio. Mercury goes into Scorpio in the next two days, actually probably even sooner in the next day and a half. 
And um, I believe he also goes in tomorrow because tomorrow's, like I said, early in the morning, Pluto goes direct. Mercury goes into uh, Scorpio. Let's see. I'm just trying to find it here. On my ephemeris. Um, Let's see where we at. Wow. You know, this is what you get for doing podcasts in the last degree of a Mercury ruled sign with Mars at 29 Virgo. Things do not go smoothly. And, you know, I have a pretty good following that I want to give information to. But yet, I keep running into these roadblocks, mental roadblocks and physical roadblocks. So where are you? The fourth. Okay. So the fourth. And that could also mean late on the third, the way this ephemeris uh, goes Again, I haven't got my ephemeris for day-to-day timing because I moved. So until I can get to that that particular box, I'm not going to have it. And it's a real drag. But anyway, okay. So <laughs> I really just want to start this all over. But I can't because I've already started it twice. And so we're going to just keep plugging through this. So when Mercury goes into Scorpio, Mercury currently is trying to balance out cooperation, trying to make the chaos make sense. It isn't happening necessarily because Mercury is now moving in opposition to Uranus, the chaos planet. So he, they are both talking to each other currently, but Mercury will be moving out of an air sign, which actually gets along better with Uranus, because Uranus's nature is air, its element is air. And so Mercury does have a certain amount of cooperation with the air energy, meaning that thoughts are more quick, you're quicker to understand things. Uh, all the air signs, they live in their minds. But when Mercury goes into Scorpio, they go into water and they go into the depths. So Mercury and Scorpio for a month is, and it's actually a little bit longer than a month because Mercury goes retrograde the last of October on the 31st. And then let's see the 20, I believe it's the 20th. Yeah. Mercury goes direct, um, actually 21st. And that's again, just an eyeball. I'll find my ephemeris that's day to day and I will get that much more specific for you in the next couple of weeks. Um, if I have to find a place online to do it, I will. But anyway, Mercury going into Scorpio, going into the depths and talking about it. We are learning. We're trying to understand the nature of Scorpio. Scorpio is a decision maker. Scorpio is a solution maker and also is very black and white. So there are two energies here that are really black and white right now. That is Pluto, which rules Scorpio, and Capricorn, which is very practical and pragmatic and doesn't like to um, – doesn't necessarily see whimsy or um, things that are magical or dreamy or illusory. It wants the physical, tangible – understanding of something in the material world so um you know it's it's just this really intense energy around the material but not um fluffy or frilly so 
we are um, approaching this energy. You know, fortunately, Mercury is going into a sign that is cooperative with Capricorn. So when that happens, we will see much more cooperation with partnerships. And personally, I have some business dealings where things have been put on hold. Everybody I'm talking to is very frustrated and stymied. It seems like the energies have stopped. But that's only because Pluto is going direct. So, yes, they have actually stopped. And like I said, in the next few weeks, we are going to end up doing (laughs) – I'm sorry – you know, I guess it's just going to be the nature of this show. <laughs> I have a lot of information coming at me from different places right now. So I'm I'm sorry. I'm just trying to um, keep my balls in the air, so to speak. Um, okay, so Mercury and Scorpio, very intense. Our thoughts now are highly influenced by emotions. And that can mean that we have a certain amount of depression coming into this time in the next month and a half. Uh, Mercury does go retrograde, then we go back over some some issues that are initiated midway through October. That's when Mercury hits the shadow period. And so we're going to be feeling that Venus goes into uh, Scorpio fairly soon as well herself within a week. Okay, so let's just see this. I am actually, I think I'm going to wrap up a lot of talking about the planets and take a call and I'll have to wrap this show up early because for some reason, everybody wants to get a hold of me. I will take a call. I'll take a reading for others. But, yeah, um, Scorpio. So Venus is in Scorpio on the 9th of October. So we're going um, to see a shift with that also. And so we are coming into that Scorpio season. So the planets will go from Libra answering to Venus to Scorpio answering to Pluto. It is going to be pretty intense, not going to lie, for the month of October and going into November. I do see a let up for you coming into the end of the year because that is a Sagittarius time. It is a lighter energy. And um, anyway, I'm going to just try and take this call anyway. Um, <laughs> 863, I'm, I'm trying here. Oh, no, she fell off. Okay, well, um, hopefully she'll call back. And 561, I know you called. I don't see you coming across as wanting your question answered. So if you want to push one on the keypad, that will let me know that you do. Um, If it doesn't show up, which right now it is not showing up, uh, you can text me in the chat room. So I'm going to wait here a second. And then... um, yeah, I'm hoping there is not an emergency because a couple of pe- important people just have been trying to get a hold of me. So I'm going to give it another second or two. And no, okay. Anyway, it doesn't look like our caller is calling back and able to get through. And then when I clicked on it, she disappeared. And she's been talking to me in the chat room. So that's not going to work today. Um Honestly, I'm amazed that I got as far as I did on this podcast because Mars at the last degrees of Virgo is a difficult time for that processing of electrical energy because of the connection to Mercury. And again, Mercury at the last degrees of Libra in an air sign kind of punctuates the fact that it's not cooperative. Um, The other thing I want to say, and this is for everybody who does hear this, which I warned yesterday, and I really want it to get out. 
This is an energy of accidents. Watch out for other people in your environment not doing what they should. I personally almost had an accident yesterday because a woman pulled out in front of me with barely any time for me to alter my path. And it was definitely the visions of an accident being in front of my eyes. So please, um, let's see, it won't let you punch one. Okay, I will take this call, but I don't know. I'll take your call, 561, but I don't know if it'll come through because it kicked off the other lady unless she hung up. Let's see if it works. Hey, good morning. Five six one. Hi. Good morning. <laughs> hey, Shelly, this is oh, James. Hey, well, <laughs> James, it's, it's just intense. What the heck? <laughs> oh my goodness! Long time no talk. I can't yeah. I have you. I have you. How are you today? Oh my God! I'm it's so good, good to talk I'm to good. you. Have... Thank you for being there. No, Go it's ahead. good to talk to you. I'm at work, and I had to run back to my desktop to get back into the chat room to tell you that it wouldn't let me press uh-huh. the number one on the phone. Uh, <laughs> so I know. My other caller had the same problem. I'm telling you, Mars last degrees of Virgo. It's like it doesn't want to let anybody do anything in electronic world, so hopefully you don't work on a computer today. So what can I That's tell you I about do. your lovely world? <laughs> oh, whatever, whatever you want to do, whatever you, whatever you see, whatever okay. you feel like you want to go. Okay, awesome. Well, everything in Capricorn is affecting you in marriage and partnership and commitment. So Pluto just went into your house of commitment. It's two degrees in. And so that, like, it's partnership and how connected you are to that partnership and then legalities, which I don't ever like to say, but it can bring legal issues, um, even tax or insurance, things like that. So just be aware of that. Um, let me mm. see where that little pesky oh, Vesta. Vesta's in your 12th house. So you're potentially getting harangued by someone trying to keep you on the straight and narrow uh, psychologically. Like you're wanting to just like let things flow and they're saying, no, you can't just let it flow. you got to do this and this and that. And you're like, no, I don't want to do that. There's someone yes. that's affecting your subconscious. So that tells me, and before, like, I want to hear the validation, but before I, I do, I want you to know that this may even be, like, nonverbal, passive-aggressive, mm. which mm. is that 12th house mm. energy. It's like, is that something that you've been feeling lately? Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got Neptune in the house of marriage and partnership, so you've got that Neptune and Capricorn. So it's like the structure and the consistency, and what you naturally gravitate towards is being really ripped apart on some level. And it's never anything I want to tell anybody, but you're living it, so you kind of know that it's really hitting (laughs) that part of your chart hard. So Mm. um, the good Mm. news. The good news is that, okay, you have Uranus at 17 degrees of Sagittarius. This is a, an extremely strong planetary position for freedom, and don't tell me what to do. It falls in your house of work. So there is that element that either you need to work for yourself, entrepreneurial, yeah. highly entrepreneurial, yeah. or you need to have a job that lets you have the freedom of movement because Sagittarius wants you to be able to travel at will and go where you need to go because really Sagittarius is like, I can't stay still. I can't. Like, don't make me. 
And Jupiter is on that right now. Jupiter's message to you and to me on some level is go, (laughs) get gone, like go where you need to go because your job opportunities are not where you are. Your work environment wants you to go somewhere else. And that's what that energy is. So, um, Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel so that so strongly. Yeah. And I do, too. Like, it's in my house of money. So I'm like, mm. I know that the money is somewhere else. I know I need to go there, yeah. you know, and, right. and my right. love interest and my nature. But for you, right. definitely the work environment and for your health. And I do want to um, – I want to give you a very strong uh, encouragement for that because your health – um, you need to be outside. You need to be on the go. You need to walk and, you mm. know, like bike or do anything with your legs. That's the Sagittarius energy. And it wants you to go. And then when Jupiter moves, and this is November into December, Jupiter is triggering the cusp of marriage and partnership. And it's in Sagittarius wrapping it up. It wants to go somewhere else because intuitively you understand that that's where you need to go. I've got chills all over my body for this. You right, need to right. go where you want to go because the universe right. is saying, no, 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 you don't get it. This dynamic is not, it's like you're in a puddle and you can't get out of it. You know, the money, yes. kind of a quicksand, you know, and you're like, no, I, I don't want that. I want free and light and happy and playful. Right. And that's right. not where you are. Okay. No. When Jupiter no. hits, and no. this is always true. What? What'd you say? Oh no, I'm I'm, I'm just over here in my A man. Hello. Okay, I'm here. Hello. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I'm yeah. agreeing with you. I'm I'm in the A man corner right now. Oh okay. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, now when Jupiter hits the cusp of the seventh house, it directly squares home and family, and that usually means there's a move or a sale of a house or something to shift you out of your complacency. You need to go on. You need mm. to move forward, and that's really strong, strong aspects in your chart. You've had the Pluto and Saturn hitting your Neptune for the last couple of years. Actually, it hit, I'm going to say Pluto hit it in 2007, 2008, which was a major shift, probably like, oh, I need to shore up my relationship. Then when all this energy Mm -hmm. moved to the end degrees of that house, it shifted the dynamic and what was important. And with Jupiter coming into Capricorn, it's like you want to move somewhere far away and then set up your life there. And that's going to feel right. better for you. And either you culminate this relationship in whatever way it is, whether you're married or thinking of marriage or not married or whatever it is, you need to really address that because Jupiter wants you to move on in some way, whether that is you're married, you move to another place together, or you're like, this isn't meeting my needs anymore and I need to shift it. And Jupiter will spend the next year going through that same house. And by the time Jupiter gets out a year from now, your whole world with this will all be different. You know, that's what Jupiter does. Mm. It transforms. And Pluto does too. Pluto is like a bomb going off in your world. And uh, Jupiter is like things you can't, that don't resonate to you and don't support your life anymore, go away. Jupiter wants Mm. to move on. And that's the main message. So, are you moving? Are you keeping going forward? It's the shark of the Zodiac. Like, I'm moving forward. Wow. I'm taking care of my own business now. And that's what you're going to be doing the next year. And, you know, wow. Jupiter on your Neptune, like, you have an ideal partnership out there. If it's not the current one, that's coming. Right. I've got chills. I mean, like, the whole conversation Thank was full of chills. So, 
Thank yeah. God. <laughs> and it's, yeah, Jupiter and, and Neptune conjunct, it's just like, whoa, this is some intense stuff. And, and honestly, any other Neptune position, with the exception of maybe Earth signs, would be like, oh, well, there's some fun and I'm going to play and it's going to be like an ideal, playful thing and then I'll move on. But in Capricorn, it's like, no, this is creating the digging in and the structure and the solidity and staying power that you need. And then Jupiter will ultimately go over um, Saturn. And then when that happens, there's definitely this sense of I need freedom and I need to move on. But over the course of the next year, and I can't say Jupiter will be uh, next to Saturn in a year, but it will be not long after that because Jupiter takes a year to move through a sign and Saturn takes two and a half. So he will overtake Saturn in just over a year. Okay. And that will be like, wow, this is the freedom I always wanted. And you have Jupiter and Aquarius in the house of marriage and partner, or excuse me, commitment, which is the eighth house. So um, the commitment house with Jupiter and Aquarius, again, you need a partner who gets that kind of let's change on a dime. Let's go off and have adventures in our lives. And if you don't have that partner, you're going to be really miserable because yes, you do want a certain amount of commitment from a partner, but you also have this vagabond in you that needs to keep moving on into the next amazing adventure and growth and learning. You love to learn. Yeah. You're really like, Oh my God, I just want to have experiences and, and see what can happen and what's going to happen now. I don't care if it's unusual. I don't care if it's spontaneous. Let's do that. And that's in your chart with Jupiter and Aquarius. Okay. And Uranus and Sagittarius. So really Jupiter in your chart and Uranus in your chart are in each other's signs, which just punctuates it and reinforces it. And you came in wanting to do that. And on top of it, they're cooperative. They're in sextile. So they are like, yeah, let's do this. And you got this synergy going on between Jupiter and Uranus. So just go after it. I got chills all over. I'm like having this little goosebump high. Wow. I know, right? When I get going, it really starts coming. Anyway, I can talk. That's <laughs> if so you want good. To thank, more, thank you so much. Call me for a reading, but yeah, okay. it's good talking to you. I'm so glad you got through. Me too. <laughs> so, <laughs> me too. Thank you so much. All right, much Ken, for this. don't be a stranger. You're welcome. You my pleasure. You take care. Okay. okay. Bye bye. <laughs> take care. All right, that's the end of the show. Thanks for sticking with me if you made it. Otherwise, I completely understand. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Shelley. Thank you for joining us this week. To contact me for a private reading, go to angeliczodiac.com under the Readings tab. Background music was provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com with additional music by Tracy Coriel at tracyland.com, T-R-A-C-E-Y-L-A-N-D.com. Music provided on show-by-show basis will be credited within the body of the show. For more info on my art, go to ShellyOverton.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-O-V-E-R-T-O-N.com. Merch and other astrological art can be found at AstroArt.net. To purchase my ebook, Learn Astrology, you can find it at AngelicZodiac.com, including discounts. Be sure to check back next week and subscribe through iTunes at Astro Energy Astrology Show.